This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. My talk, 107.1, everything entertainment. Oh, well, we try to follow the latest trends that are out there with the kids just to make sure everyone's Those safe. Kids. And also just to know what the heck are you talking about? You don't want to be in a conversation where someone mentions a certain term and, and you don't um, want to sound like you don't a want to say, Yahoo. What? What are you talking about? So we're we're here for you. We want to catch up. What is this trend? There's a moral panic. We need to just alert everyone oh. that your kids are in danger. <sighs> What's the latest? Beezin. Have you heard of Beezin? I tried to look for a bee sound effect. I didn't find one. So if you have one over there, Mike, great. But um bees, not not Bzzz. yeah, not there the kind. Go. It's not like the killer bees. Remember when we had killer bees that were coming to get us and then they kind of never did unless you live in like Texas or the South. Sure. Because they made it up that far. But then like they're never getting to Minnesota. Let's be clear. Yeah. Anyway, bees and has nothing to do with bees. But this is a dumb trend allegedly supposedly that doctors are warning against. OK. And whenever I see the kids are doing this on TikTok, you should all be afraid. I'm like, mm, really? Should I? But. Yeah, that right there. It's not the bees of that variety. It's the Burt's Bees variety that led to the term beezin. Why does Burt's Bees have to do with beezin, you ask? Well, first of all, what's what's Burt's Bees, Dawn, if I say that to you? What does that mean? I mean, it's a, a natural product. They have a bunch of products that um, are kind of like honey-based, I think. And well, I have some chapstick that's... Like beeswax. Yeah, it's like Burt's beeswax. Bees, yeah. beeswax, right? Yeah, yeah, so there's yeah. these are these beeswax, and in this case, lip balm, and it has to do with lip balm, uh, is what led to the naming of this trend. Now, the trend itself, if you believe the tabloids who are reporting on a TikTok trend, we'll get to that in a moment, uh, because like all TikTok trends, maybe it's not a trend, it's just one person TikTok did discovered it. Oh, okay. And it's been done for years. But anyway, okay. Beeson, according to... The tabloids is when you take Burt's Bees beeswax, beeswax lip balm mm-hmm. and rub it onto your eyelids. Rubbing beeswax lip balm on your eyelids. I know. I see your face, Dawn. Uh, what, what does it do? Well, it purports to enhance the feeling of being drunk or high. What? Now I know you're saying what? Enhance it? It's lip balm. How can lip balm make me drunk or high? Well, what's in the lip balm? In the lip balm is, of course, beeswax, right? That's the. Is there a stingy feeling like a. Well, there is like, you know, some. Cooling agent. Oh, I think you were going to say cooties. (laughs) No, there is a cooling agent in that 
if it's mm-hmm. like a peppermint lip balm, yeah, it's got some peppermint oil. Uh-huh. And apparently, according to this story at the New York Post, TikToker, TikToker Lily Knott applied the balm to her eyelids without knowing what it does in December. It garnered 38.2 million views. The 11-second clip ends with a young woman mouthing dumb decisions as lights flicker around her, seemingly simulating intoxication. 11 seconds? Another popular video shows a man beezing after his roommate reportedly told him it makes his eyelids feel all funky. The video ends before he draws his own conclusions, but plenty of commenters agreed the sensation is crazy. Doctors, meanwhile, Dawn, are encouraging people to not do this. Stop. It is extremely dangerous to rub lip balm on your eyelids. Okay. Okay, so what is, I wonder what makes you it You don't seem afraid. Dangerous. Are you afraid? I. So they don't want you to get it in your eye, I'm assuming. Well, yeah, the, the the eye doctor that talked to the New York Post, I'm sure he made a few extra bucks uh, doing nothing but talking to tabloids that day. Good for mm-hmm. him. He said, obviously, if you rub things around your eyeball, you run the risk of getting something in your eye, which can be dangerous and lead to blindness. Oh. So let's take the worst possible scenario. Okay. Yeah. Also, they, they say, you know, it's lip balm. It's not eye balm. Yeah. So don't, don't do, do that. it. I'm sure Bert's bees is Bert is not happy. I yeah, well Bert's probably long since been rolling around He's in his grave. Passed. But do you do we really think this is something on I, TikTok that's super dangerous right now? I, I Is this why they're trying to ban TikTok because the kids are beezing? Bees. Is anybody <laughs> out there beezing? So to... Have you ever beezed? So or do you them, buzzed? Did, did you say that it, buzz? it enhances what? the when It makes you feel drunk, drunk or high. So what? So it doesn't just, if no. you're already high or drunk, it's it dangerous. feels weird? It feels, it makes you feel like you're not yourself. Okay. I, I, I don't approve of this. I went to look, uh, to watch the videos and none of them had like, it was all music background. So it really isn't going to do us anything. Um, the doctor though, in this case, uh, uh, says anytime someone talks about putting any product that's not specifically made for the eyes or the eyelid near the eye, you're asking for trouble. Yeah. No yeah. bleep. And what I <laughs> I mean, did I need did you need to call up a doctor to figure that out? Yeah. And so I mentioned at the beginning when you asked me what's Bert's bees, Bert, I said Bert it's bees? natural. So also it may be a hundred percent natural origin, but that doesn't mean it can go on your eyes. Bert's bees tests all of its products including the beeswax lip balm to ensure they are safe for intended use. Okay, not on your eyes. I think we have a beezer, Don. We do? Not a beezer, a secondhand beezer. Secondhand beezer. Why does it not surprise me that no one has a firsthand account of beezen? But let's hear, who do we got? Kaylee. Kaylee, what do you know about beezen, Kaylee? My, I'm 25, and my friends have done this a lot at bars. They've asked me to do it with them. Uh, I thought it was very strange, so I always just stay out of it. <laughs> oh, good. So, like, like, did they do it because they saw it on TikTok, and they're like, hey, let's try this, or did they really feel like it was enhancing their high? 
I have no idea where they found it. I've been seeing them do it for years, so years. It, I think it predates this TikTok of that you course. found. But yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know uh, if they found it on TikTok originally or not. You know, I love that you said that, Kaylee. Because and thanks for your call. And um, please alert your friends that doctors don't want them to bees. However, oh, I will. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks for listening to the show. I do want to just say that um, this uh, one of the stories I read pointed out that this was a trend that started like in the 20 teens originally or alleged was alleged to have been started back then 2013 there was an article about uh, lip balm in your eyelids so like all things when mm-hmm. tiktok lands on it people are like yeah we've been doing that for years but have you ever in a million years heard of people doing this no i haven't and that's fine i'm just not up on the do you have any birds bees? trends I don't have any right now, but I do the fanny pack that I wear to take walks. It has some in there. The fanny pack that you yeah. use to take yeah, walks? Yeah, yeah. I, I just keep it in there because when I'm doing my walks... You like to have I like to have lubricated a, little lips. Lip, a little lip balm, you know? While you're walking? Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but my lips When do you fat. do these walks? Um, at any time. I mean, not in the dead of winter, but I've been doing, like, this last weekend. You, know, you just went miles. for a walk? Yeah, yeah. With your I've lip balm? got a balm? place to walk around my home. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, my Burt's Bees. I got well, that on. I have my headphones in. Maybe this weekend, when you're out on one of your Bees walks, in. just try some uh, lip balm on your eyeballs. I might not, since it's going to be six to ten inches of snow. Maybe it'll help keep the snow out of your eyes. That's, I think, would be the most annoying thing about rubbing Burt's Bees on your eyelids is that you would constantly feel your eyelids. And they'd feel Because they would greasy. get kind of tacky. Tacky, greasy. It's going to get in your tear ducts and then I'm and I, crying on the trails. Yeah. Yeah, because it'll melt as it gets warm. Yeah. It'll slide down into your eyeballs and then you'll tear up. Yeah, and then you'll know. get red eyes and then you'll probably not be able to see straight and then you'll slip on the ice and you'll fall through the half-melted lake and dawn. No way am I getting near a lake. Okay. When we come back from teasing to teasing, <laughs> we're going to tease Emily Ratajkowski or at least tease some details out of this story about, oh, actually, we're not going to tease her because you have this story about her estranged husband, Ugh. which is nasty. Oh, wait, Mike, what are you doing over there? No? Okay, we're is good. Is he teasing? No, he he did get the Burt's Bees out, but we'll, we'll figure it out during the oh, break. Oh, he we won't do it. We don't need to, yeah. Un- Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my friends at Boulevard Auto Works, BLVDAutoWorks.com. Spring is not quite here yet, but it's just around the corner, which means there is a chance at some point in the near future you could be driving around with the windows down. I mean, heck, do it today, but, you know, with the heat on. And if you got the windows rolled down and you hear a strange noise and that noise follows you, it's probably your car. This is totally normal. It happens all the time. In fact, I've had this happen before where you're like, what is that? Is that, what's that rattle? Is that my trunk? Is that a wheel bed? What's, I don't even know what a wheel bed is. But you see what I'm saying? You hear a noise. You don't know what's causing it. So you have to call the experts. The experts at Boulevard Auto Works. They'll figure out where that noise is coming from. Or maybe once it starts to warm up, you crank up the AC and it doesn't work or not as well as it should. Now's the time to call Tom and his team over at Boulevard. They're here to get you there. BLVD Auto Works. Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on my talk, 1071 Everything Entertainment. Um, who is Sebastian Bear McClard? Well, I have no clue. So we're going to tell you. I actually just did a little bit of a deep dive, dive into Emily Ratajkowski because I thought 
I don't really know a lot about her. Yeah. She seemed to just pop up, you know, in the last couple of years as someone that everyone wants to date and she's super hot and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I'm like, is she a model? Is she... Well, I did a little uh, bit of a deep dive, and I because I thought she was like twenty, but she's thirty-one. Okay, she has a two-year-old. Yeah, and she um, was in Gone Girl in two thousand fourteen. I was like, like oh break, my I gosh, I didn't realize that that was the same person. So I was like, oh good, yay! I loved her in that, and you know, just getting to know our celebrities. You yes, know, it's always good to about. know the people we actually talk about. And I was just amazed that she was thirty-one because she doesn't look it. Well, I also found out that um, she has an estranged husband. They filed for divorce, and I believe quite a while ago, two thousand eighteen. And uh, his name is Sebastian Bear McClard. He is a producer, uh, specifically uh, one of the movies we just mentioned before, Uncut Gems. He was a producer on that. Well, he is in trouble because he is being accused of sexual misconduct by multiple very young women. Ew. All right. So it looks like in early 2016, he reached out to a 17-year-old girl on Instagram and that led to an informal meeting at a loft. Informal meeting? What is that? Um, like he had like reached out he, to her in terms of like an acting role or something? Well, it doesn't say, but I think he was promising that she would, you know, He's be able to be in famous. some movie. Yeah, of course, that's what they do. Uh, see Harvey Weinstein. Uh, so then he also... Um, he found the perfect person. He let he let the producers of and the brothers, the directors of Uncut Gems, know that he found a perfect person to play a small role in their film Good Time. So this girl, you know, she was going to be in the movie with Robert Pattinson. Of course, she was just really excited about that. So then some things happened um, that are really unfortunate that she is accusing him of and they found out about some things um she was by the time that she made her way to a cramped room she was naked standing in front of nearly a dozen male casting crew members including the sad safty brothers and so they actually what um, what how did we end up here well we ended up there because she was auditioning for this okay so they called he her was in. Responsible he for was that? responsible for that. Yes. Um, so he also has a history, and he's being accused of these things by other teen girls that he was contacting them through social media, meeting up with them. One of them being 15 years old, and uh, there was a production assistant who all. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Also had problems with him on Uncut Gems, and they they let him go from Uncut Gems because of this. So uh, it's just it's not looking good for him. He was kind of open about the fact also with other people. If this comes to any type of a um, charging him of crimes, he wasn't really shy about talking about how he likes younger girls. He was also cheating on Emily at the time, Mm. you know, having sexual encounters with some of these women. It's just really crazy to me how people can be so brazen about, you know, these kind of things in front of people and think that they're going to get away with it. Yeah, I, I think that's the problem is that they don't think that. Yes, yeah, so because there's a paper trail also, like for instance, the 15 year old on Instagram, she was not a part of their production, but visited on the set. So he was laughing about it. There's paper trails with Instagram. Like, how do you know? Like, it's just sort of like if you remember the comedian Chris D'Elia, who also was doing things like this as okay. well, and then denied it. And it's like, dude, we have screenshots of text messages you knew the age of these girls because you asked about it and you went forward with it and you know it's just it's just really disappointing and i'm sure emily is just mortified and also you know afraid for these girls so i mean there's rape allegations in this and everything it's just yeah and you're talking about this piece that was done in variety so that's maybe right you can link to it so if people want to read the full story yeah it sounds like a bunch of just heinous gross and it certainly sheds light on why they're estranged i it is interesting to me that they've been estranged since 2018 like TikTok, what are you waiting for? I guess, I don't know. Maybe they got money to deal with and all that kind of stuff. But they don't have kids, do they? Mm, they do have a two-year-old. Oh, so maybe it's yeah. a custody issue that's keeping Yeah, them. that could be right. And one of the things that Variety pointed out is that it is just, serious, there are serious questions about why this 17-year-old girl, who had no agent at the time, was filming nude scenes on the set of a movie. Yeah. There's no rule barring underage nudity, but there's like a SAG requirement that, you know, the conditions can't be detrimental to the health, morals, and safety of the minor. So here she is just, oh, it's just well, it's and very like, sad. Like so many of these cases, and if you guys are just joining us, we're talking about, well, I don't even want to bring Emily's name up because like she doesn't have anything to do with of the story. Of course so it's not, weird to except just connect she was her. cheated but on. But that's, that's, the, that's the person that people would most know who's connected to Sebastian Bear McClard. But anyway, he was accused of all of the sexual misconduct by multiple women in this piece in Variety. What I find interesting about it is it sounds very familiar in that it's not just bad actions by one individual. And so, like, don't misunderstand me here, but... Those things happen all the time in the broader society, right? Like you have men doing horrible things. Mm -hmm. That happens. 
Also, what happens in Hollywood specifically and why I think this is important um, to continue to tell this story is that this guy clearly was able to do these things with the help of others and with the institutions. Like, why do you have a 17 year old girl who's not being paid for a film role doing this? I mean, again, I'm just going off of what you've shared in a little bit that I've scanned from the article. But Mm -hmm. why do you have that situation occurring? It's not because there's just one bad guy. It's because you have one bad guy who's aided and abetted or supported by an institution or, you know, organization. And that's very similar to things we've heard about Harvey Weinstein. Like Harvey Weinstein didn't happen in a vacuum. Uh, Bill Cosby didn't happen in a vacuum. It wasn't just like one bad apple. Like the problem is the bad apple. It's more like a bad apple tree, Mm -hmm. you know, with a bunch of bad apples on it. Yes, very much so. And you think about like he is a producer on the film. Yes. And a producer for several films. If you look at his IMDb, how did the casting director like this role would be, you know, how does the casting director not say, Wait a minute. So the producer's just contacting girls on Instagram for mm-hmm. this role? I would be like, I don't want to have anything to do with this. Yeah. I would certainly That presumes they it. knew, but you know, yeah, maybe they that, showed up and it was like, oh, here's a person. Oh, they must have gone through all the appropriate channels. I mean, yeah. who knows who wasn't doing their job, but you're absolutely right. Somebody wasn't doing their job. Well, it's good that they distanced themselves from him but didn't stop him apparently from, uh, you know, allegedly doing well that's the problem that's the institutional problem right Mm -hmm. like people can go well i didn't know and i didn't do anything well yeah but like collectively you guys all didn't know your way into this like woman being uh, Mm -hmm. or this young girl being victimized yes all right that uh thank you don for sharing that story with us when we come back we're gonna do two things one give something away and take something away from queen elizabeth at least Queen Camille is going to do that when we return right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, My Talkers, Bradley here for my friends at Alight. And you hear me talk daily about the work that Alight is doing across the globe. And it, it amazes me that that work continues to get done, not just in the new places where it happens, affecting new and different people, but they're continuing to do that work with people they've been working with for decades. What I mean by that is, for example, in a place like East Africa, where they're working in refugee settlements in Uganda, that work continues. And they've been doing that work for decades. But they're also then able to move over to other parts of the world where people are affected, whether it's uh, the war in Ukraine or whether it's the earthquakes in Syria or where it's the migrant crisis at our own southern border. A light is able to be nimble, do the doable on the ground 365 days a year. You know why? Because of you because of your support. And if you've not been able to make a contribution, I would ask you to do so today by heading to wearealight.org. Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Well, it looks like CNC, not CNC Music Factory. Boy, that's an old reference, isn't it? <laughs> but uh, Camilla and Charles, Queen Consort Camilla and Charles have, uh, they are in Germany right now. And she was dripping in diamonds for her first overseas trip as Queen Consort. Before we get to that. Do you want to give something away? Oh my gosh! I mean, how can I just ignore what's do right in front of me? Do it! Do it! Okay, Mateo Lane. Away. Mateo Lane is going to be at the Orpheum Theater November third. He is a hilarious comedian, and uh, you can get a pair of tickets right now. They go on sale tomorrow, but get them from us. 
651-641-1071. Now, Dawn, take us back. Across the pond to tell us about Camilla and her <laughs> dripping jewelry. Yes! Now, she's not in the United Kingdom. You pointed out she's in Germany. They're doing a nice tour, a state yes. visit. Yes. I think it's their first state visit as king and queen. That's correct. Uh, so she attended a state banquet on uh, last night wearing the Greville tiara. Yeah. More on that in a second. Yeah. And an elaborate diamond necklace that previously belonged to the late Queen Elizabeth II. Oh, yes. It's very beautiful. It's called the City of London Fringe Necklace, and it was very sentimental to the Queen because she received it as a wedding gift when she was just princess. Oh, that's sweet. Elizabeth. In 1947. I feel like there's a tone in your voice, Dawn. Well. About Queen Camilla. Why'd you bring us this story today, I wonder? I... (laughs) I'm wondering... Mm -hmm. Why she's wearing this? Well, then I found out. Technically, all of these jewels, while she is alive, are in her possession as queen consort, which makes me... Yeah, I was going to say, you might just want to be transparent with the audience. You Mm -hmm. despise Queen Camilla. I don't love Queen Camilla. It's okay, girl. Just own it. I was indifferent to her, like, kind of weird situation. You know, I was... (laughs) A weird situation. uh, Just like, oh, that was your mistress, and okay, we're going to... We're going to like everybody else was made to suffer and not get married to people that weren't quite right. But King Charles was allowed to marry Camilla. Yeah, uh, that rubs you the wrong way. I was like, okay, well, do you know if I were if I were Camilla, you know what I would say? What? Don't hate the player. Hate the game. Because she just played the game. She sure did. Now, and I feel like there I don't know, like, Don, you know, I love a good underdog. And I feel like at a certain point, what do you, you just threw your pen down. <laughs> Go on. I just, there is a part of me that feels a little, but I, I, I take your point from, from here's where I will agree with you is the, the shenanigans that she got up to uh, behind the scenes mm-hmm. by putting down William and Harry. That's I think that's I unforgivable. Like right. That's unforgivable. But planting stories, climbing these- back into the arms of the British public, single-handedly changing the perception that they had of her. I think that was a master class in, you know, manipulating the royal family and the press at their own game. And so that's where I kind of feel like, you know, that's where I kind of identify her as an underdog. But I do take your point that, like, she didn't need to uh, essentially, you know, lie and scheme and... Yeah. You know, knife stab behind the scenes. That said, there are a lot of Britain, British royals who do that. It's not just her. It isn't just her. However, in the book Spare by Prince Harry, we see that a lot of those inside the palace, a source says, yeah. he's plainly is like, that's Camilla. Yeah. No, Camilla. and I agree with you. That's, that's that. not the kids. You want to do that about Charles? You want to do that about the queen? You want to do that about another royal? <laughs> right. Go for it. But like the kids? No, no, no. Yeah. And it was really an attempt always to either make her Charles look better because they didn't have a great reputation. Yeah. So all of those planted stories that were very harmful to him and to um, just growing up in in front of the tabloids, that was disgusting. And I don't know if we I don't know. I wouldn't be able to really see her in a different way. What if she invited you over? 
and was Honey, like, look, Donna, I want to... I, I want to show you all the jewels said, that hey, don't belong to me. Don, darling, I would like to invite you over to tea, and I would like to see what you have to say about me, and I just want to be your friend. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so stupid. And then she would want... She's not going to invite me, okay? No, I'm, I'm just saying a- if she did, would she? Would that sway you, do you think, if you sat down across from Camilla? No, not at all. Why? No, because... I feel like I you just, might get a little wooed. No, I won't. Just a little what bit do, of all the finery. I want to talk about the jewels. Okay, talk about wearing. the jewels. This, this necklace she's wearing was a gift to uh, the queen in 1947, and it was something she wore a lot. And I'm like, do you have to wear the diamond fringe necklace? Do you have to wear that? Why does that bother you? It bothers me because it's like, first of all, you're way overdressed, honey. Because you are standing, I mean, she's also wearing the Greville tiara. Excuse me, is there anybody who's wearing um, royal, like, does a queen ever, can a queen ever be accused of being overdressed? Well, she's laying it on a little thick, I would say. <laughs> like, You want her to just wear a nice, just say, smart pantsuit? No, it's fine. She has this, yeah, it's like you're doubling down with a huge tiara, which was the well, queen man. mother's tiara, which is a precious thing but she's the queen girl she's a queen consort well she's gonna be the queen consort no she'll be the straight up queen remember we talked about this on the show i don't believe it (laughs) (laughs) so anyway she is pictured alongside president frank walter steinmeier and his wife frau elk Budenbender. okay excuse you right now frau elk i don't think it's elk Elk, E-L-K-E, Elka, Elka Budenbender. Sorry, I didn't study German like you did. She is, there is a large gap between her and Camilla, queen consort. She doesn't look happy, and she isn't dripping in diamonds. It's Wait, like, the German lady is not happy? Is that what you're German saying? The German lady doesn't look like she wants to be standing next to, I just look at body language, and she's so, queen consort looks... Like, she's just, it's too much, okay? I just love... It's too many jewels. It's like, what are you doing? Prancing around, like, trying on different jewels every day? I mean, like, a- let me dig in the queen's jewelry box today and see what I can wear. Yeah, I do think she probably... But don't, don't you think Charles did the same thing? Like, ooh, it's all mine now. Let's just roll around in our jewelry. <laughs> so stupid. Oh, gosh. And so I was looking into the tiara. Yeah itself and that was not worn by the queen but it is those are precious jewels from uh made in 1927 in paris it was given as a gift to the queen mother which is queen elizabeth queen elizabeth the queen no 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 yeah the queen's mother she was also queen elizabeth yes yes the first sorry not the first but the queen's mother the queen okay the queen's mother it was her tiara Yeah, yeah and uh, it was given to her by, it was really kind of an interesting story about how she, she got that. Because um, remember, the queen's mother was also the queen because her husband was the king. Right. But not the same, obviously, as her daughter. Right. Um, so if they invited you to the Here we go. tea, what I would, would you go, say to her? I think there's an odor in here and I can't quite <laughs> place it. Oh my God! Be what, like, like, what, what is that? Oh, I'm so odor? sorry. I don't mean to be rude, but I was fascinated by. And if you're just joining us, we're talking about the royal jewels that Queen Camilla. I will say, I think Camilla is kind of like she just. She, I don't think she's. 
She doesn't like scream queen. You know what I'm saying? No, not like, at all. She seems a little uncomfortable. And I will say that that tiara, it's not a tiara, it's a croon, right? That's a crown. Is that what you called it? It's a tiara. That's a tiara. Well, that yeah, thing don't look like a tiara. tiara. That thing is, it looks like it would give you an, a neck ache. She wears them everywhere. Even when she's going swimming. No, she doesn't. Now, God, I will totally point out that they did. That up. So Kate has worn a tiara three times to Just royal three? engagements. Okay. Camilla's worn every tiara she can get her hands on since November. She keeps trying them on. She's like, what about this one? What about this one? How do I look at this? I love this? that you think that Camilla's just like back there like, This <laughs> <laughs> is what I've been like- Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better. And dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I mean, she is the queen, though. I'm just saying, she's a queen. And once a queen, would you... Anybody gets that title, they ain't letting it go. Give me the title of queen. Watch me wear all the jewels. Oh, my God. You're going to be like, okay. uh, could you please put that down? Like, we're at... Yeah, we're literally doing laundry. Do yeah, you need to you wear need the crown? Come on, be like yes. It just seems it's mine. I understand she's making uh, the first state visit, but there's been there. She's worn more tiaras so far than Kate has at all. And so I was also bitter that all of the jewels, the crown. You, but you don't like Kate, or you don't care about Kate. Um, I like her better than Camilla. Okay, <laughs> okay. So who's uh? At, so the, is Camilla at the bottom of the list? Yeah, for sure. The very then bottom. who comes after Camilla? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. She's just down there digging around in jewelry. I can't boxes. wait, you guys. By the way, live we're going to be broadcasting. I don't know if this is the case because we're probably not even <laughs> going to be on the air. But I'm sure something will be happening when we are on the air. When the actual coronation? What date is that? Can we find out what day of the May- week? Is it May? Yeah. Because, May 30th? Because or? I do want to just hear Dawn's, like, hateful coverage of Camilla. <laughs> oh. That entire, like, now live to Dawn. <laughs> oh. How does Camilla look, Dawn? <laughs> Bitter. She looks Not like- worthy. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's Saturday, May oh. 6th. Oh, May Well, maybe 6th. we can do a little oh. special Saturday we'll do a little during it. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe we'll do a little uh, taped broadcast. I'll use my, you know, karaoke microphone I got at Marshall's. Please. And then I will put a backdrop, a green screen of me in front of the TV And you'd be screen. like, over here is this bitter lady named Here's Camilla. Here's the wicked stepmother. Oh, I mean, Queen Camilla Confart. I mean, oh my, oh God. my she did. By the way, she did in the notes write down Com- Queen Confart. And I was like, <laughs> first of all, what? Confart? <laughs> <laughs> because she's A, a con, oh, and B, a fart? I don't know. Well, I just wanted her to get her grimy hands off those jewels. Here's a great website, thecourtjeweler.com. You can find out all of the crown... Uh, 
the history of all the jewels. Oh, yeah, I'd be all about that. And it's a really cool website. It talks about every time someone wore this and that and where it came from in the history. So really cool and interesting. All right. Uh, I'm all about that. Thanks for that history and uh, the bitterness. <laughs> you know, we'll save for another day. Gotta be hey, real. When we come back, our good friend, friend of the show, Chris Stedman's going to join us. Why? Well, because he's uh, going to tell us about the Transcend campaign and how you can help support transgender youth across the upper Midwest when we return right here on My Talk. My Talk website or app. Hey, My Talkers. Bradley here for my friends at Your Boat Club. Maybe you thought of buying a, po- a boat in the past, but then you thought to yourself, that seems like a lot of work and it's also very expensive. Well, have I got the solution for you? Your Boat Club. They take care of the work so you can take care of the phone. They offer the phone, the fun. They offer a number of options, annual memberships, daily and multi-day boat rentals. There really is an option for everyone to enjoy the best that your boat club has to offer. So, Think about those wonderful summer days on the lake with friends and family. But as I said, with absolutely zero hassle. Want to head up north for the weekend? They've got a location. In fact, they've got over 30 locations in Minnesota alone. They also have locations in Wisconsin, Illinois, and Florida. Your Boat Club is family owned and operated. They're not a franchise. Head to yourboatclub.com today to see what offers they have for you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. And we have to help our transgender youth. It is very important. And uh, we have a special guest on the phone right now. Um, he is a podcaster, he's an author, and a friend of this program, Chris Stedman, is here today. Hi, Chris. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Chris, um, we're so glad to have you on today to talk about the Transcend campaign um, and how our listeners can support transgender youth across the upper Midwest. Can you tell us a little bit about the Transcend campaign and how it supports young people? Yeah, sure. Uh, So the Transcend campaign is a rapid response fund. It's being organized through P-Fund, which is the foundation based here in Minnesota to support LGBTQ uh, folks. And actually, they've been around for a long time, I even got a small scholarship for college from them about oh. 20 years ago. Um, but they have this rapid response fund that they established during the pandemic to help get support to people who quit, need it quickly during a crisis. And right now, the fund is being used to respond to this huge wave of anti-trans legislation that we're seeing across the country, but specifically in our neighboring states of Iowa and North and South Dakota. Um, and trans youth in these states who were already facing, you know, immense stigma and hostility are now being barred from accessing gender affirming healthcare. Um, so healthcare that supports the, their gender identity. And, um, each of these states, Iowa, North and South Dakota has either already criminalized gender affirming healthcare for trans youth or is in the process of doing so. Meanwhile, here in Minnesota, we're a trans refuge state, which means that trans people from other states can come here to access care and they'll be protected. And, you know, for me, I came out as queer over 20 years ago and received so much help and support from my community. So Mm -hmm. I was looking for a way to pay it forward and try to step up for a new generation of young LGBTQ people. So I was just so thrilled when I found out about the Transcend campaign, uh, which made it super easy for me to set up a fundraising page, um, which you you can find if you go to bits.ly slash transcend dash campaign. I'm trying to raise $10,000 right now, hoping we can hit that goal uh, by my birthday, which is on April 9th. 
Oh, for sure. I'm sure we can. Now, this is covering tuition costs, also a part of this fund, for these transgender youth who are just trying to go to school amidst all of this. So this goes to, um, you know, schools that welcome all gender identities and where, you know, in their local districts, it isn't accepted. Uh, Can you talk a little bit about that? Oh, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that was the thing that got me so excited about supporting the Transcend campaign and getting involved is just how specific it is about what the funds that are being raised go toward. So there are a few areas that the funds being raised are going to support. One of them specifically is uh, to help pay for transportation so that mm-hmm. trans youth from our neighboring states can come to Minnesota to receive gender affirming health care. And then, like you said, another one is to cover the cost of tuition so that they can attend online schools based here in Minnesota where they can get support and um, that where they can be affirmed for who they are. Um, and, and then additionally, one other thing that this fund, which is, is going to support, which I just want to be really clear, Fund is organizing it, but they're not keeping any of the money. They're basically act, acting as an intermediary and distributing it directly to trans and gender expansive serving organizations so that those orgs can use the money to um, directly support trans and gender expensive folks in the upper Midwest. And so the third one third area is, you know, because we're a trans refuge state here in Minnesota, um, folks can come here to receive care and support. But um, our, some of our local gender affirming providers like Family Tree Clinic, which is wonderful, haven't received any sort of additional new funds from the state, mm-hmm. even though they're going to be receiving, you know, more folks coming to them for care. And so Another thing this campaign is doing is supporting folks here in Minnesota um, who are providing that care uh, for trans folks from across the upper Midwest. Yeah, if you guys are just joining us, we're talking to Chris Stedmond as he is raising funds for the Transcend campaign. And we'll make sure that there's links on our show page so that you can get right to Chris's campaign page uh, so that we can get you to that $10,000. That should not be too terribly difficult before your goal of April 9th. But I'm glad you touched a little bit, Chris, on why it's important, because I think people will hear like, well, this is something affecting other states. Why do we need to be extra supportive right. here? And you pointed out so well that the reason is that a lot of folks who just lost their benefits and resources or maybe need them now more than ever are going to turn to Minnesota because we've promised to be that refuge for them. But we have not created extra resources for them, at least at the statewide level yet. So contributions are filling that gap. And, um, you know, now more than ever, those small organizations or at least those organizations are dealing with an increasingly large need, right? Exactly. And, you know, I would say given that we are a refuge state here in Minnesota, I think we have not only an opportunity, but an obligation, I would argue, to be there for LGBTQ people in our neighboring states. You know, I was, I consider myself very lucky to have been born here in Minnesota to have been um, grown up with a supportive family. I mean, I, it, you know, my mother was there for me in a way that was so incredible. And so I was really fortunate. Other people are less fortunate. They're born into less supporting environments. And I think given that, you know, here in Minnesota, we, we certainly aren't perfect, but we, you know, have stepped up and said, we're going to be this refuge state. I think, you know, we have an obligation to make sure that when folks come here and turn to us for, to make sure that they can get the uh, gender affirming healthcare that they need, that they can find a school where they can um, be valued and affirmed for who they are. 
to make sure that we're actually ready to step up and, and provide that. And maybe, you know, people who want to help out, who have a bigger influence in this, maybe they want to know about grant funding. How can they get in touch? Uh, because I'm sure a lot of people are hearing this for the very first time on our station here that this even exists. How can people get in touch with um, the foundation to do that? Absolutely. So, again, if you want to make a contribution to the 10000 I'm trying to raise, you just go to bit.ly slash transcend dash campaign, and that'll take you right to the campaign. There's also more information on that page about both the campaign itself and about P-Fund, um, and you can just go straight to their website to learn more. It's really easy to get in touch with them. They have been so uh, easy to work with on this and um, just really responsive. And so, you know, even though this is all happening really quickly. And so, you know, we're, um, they're trying to move quickly, which is what's so great about this fund is they're able to, you know, distribute to partners really fast. I, I in fact, they're already distributing funds, um, $7,500 to the transformation project, which is an organization supporting the trans community in South Dakota, as well as to family tree clinic here in Minnesota. And so, they are moving really quickly, but even while doing so, I found them to be incredibly responsive and excited about working with people. So I definitely would encourage folks to reach out if they want to learn more. Chris, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to chat with us today about the Transcend campaign and to share it with our listeners. And we will make sure that that link that you reference is available on our website. So if they didn't get a chance to write it down, it'll be on our show links mm-hmm. page. It post. is right now, actually. Perfect. Uh, but I also just want to give you a moment to talk about, well, we're going to have to run really quickly here in about 30 seconds, but is there anything coming up for you that, uh, folks can pay attention to? <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. Um, <laughs> really, this is just my, my big focus right now. I'm working on some new projects, so feel free to stay tuned on my website or social media. But really, again, this is my main focus right now. I think awesome. this, we just have such a, you know, opportunity and obligation to be there for, you know, trans folks in the upper Midwest. And I'm just really grateful you gave me a chance to talk a little bit more about it. Absolutely. 